Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. January 13th, 2021. This is Angelo Hunter and the Your Boy Jello podcast. Music, motivation, and life. We can be found on just about all of the podcast platforms. You're listening to part two of The State of Broadway with 17-year Broadway veteran Arbinder Robinson, actor and vocal coach. In this episode, we talk about the fear factor, role preparation, physicality of character, and tips on mastering the audition and the process of what not to do, and also dealing with rejection. Thank you once again, and enjoy. No, those those are that's some really keen insight, man, because uh, I think, well, we, we know that the people are if you fall into that fear factor and you're a creative person you're immediately depressed because i'm sure and i'll be honest immediately when it happened as far as um having that connection with people and playing music and having people watch you play and you realize more when you haven't been able to do something that it really wasn't about you to begin with it was about the people that you were trying to entertain and i think I personally probably, I think that I almost lost a little bit of that. And I started getting not down on myself, but almost to the point of like, why even bother? Because, you know, as, especially as a musician as well, you know, you're not going to have packed house every, every night or whenever you're playing. So you have to find that energy somewhere. And I'm sure for the, like, I remember in the infancy of Hedvig and the Angry Inch, I had a friend of mine that was stage manager. And he was telling me when it when it was in first pre-roll or pre-production, you know, they were still trying to knock the kinks out of it. But once they got everything out of it, it was like everybody was surprised of yeah. the, the whole production, how it went down. And it was it was interesting to see how that evolved. And then we won't talk about the people that took over after that as far as roles, but I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's for another story. We'll keep that to ourselves. I don't want to hate. <laughs> But I realized then that was that was one of the weirdest things. I had never been like behind stage and seen a big stage production like that. So, he, you know, I ran around with him and saw what he did. And I was like, I don't know if I ever want to get involved with this. It's it's so tell me a little bit about that. When you when you're when you're getting ready for a role, what's what does Arbender do to prepare himself for a character? Cool. So um, I'm going to answer this from from my, you know, 40 plus year old adult mind and not you know not the mind of the of the performer that started doing this years ago so um a long time ago i realized that i have a voice and i have power um and when i'm in a show i have a built-in audience so the first thing that i do when i'm preparing for a role is i really try to figure out 
what the role is saying, like what the playwright wanted the role to say, and then what else I want to say on top of that role, right? So that so that everything um, every everything that that I that I do in that role is is serving is serving a different uh, purpose, a different goal. So so I start there with with what what am I trying to say? What do I want to say? Um, and then from there, I'm able to take the director's notes and take the producer's notes and go back to what the playwright was trying to do and then kind of layer those things on top of each other. So um, so that's that's kind of where, where I begin is with with what what do I I want to say with the role? So um, that's where I start. And then from there, I try and figure out, um, thanks to you, I try and figure out physically what that character looks like and moves like and, and, and feels like. And then once I had the physicality of the character, then everything else just kind of falls, kind of falls into place on top of that. But it's a lot of, it's a lot of alone time, a lot of reflecting time, a lot of me time before I get into that actual rehearsal process, um, uh, which is, that's part of my process of how I create the roles that I play. So um yeah, I just really want them to be as much me as they as they possibly can. So hopefully that answers the question. I can ramble on forever. So if I talk too long, just say, Arvin, to shut up. No, so- no, no. That's that's interesting because I've always wondered how. All right. So no, no. I think that's I think that's awesome because it gives you a real insight to how people. Because I think people just think because you know most people know that you run lines, but when you're developing a character for yourself, you kind of have to. It's an intrinsic thing. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You kind of have to bury yourself into it. And I haven't done it in so long. But um, And also, I just want to let everybody know, if you are an artist or you need somebody that you, you want to you wanna get involved, you want to learn how to, uh, we're going to get to this, master an audition, because this dude works, all right? And there's, look, you don't get every role, but there is a way to do a audition. So I want to I talk about your auditioning process. And don't give away all your good nuggets because we want to make sure people go to you for the for the real deal you know what i'm saying so let me get this out of the way if you are an actor or creative person or you thought about acting you you're getting ready to do auditions and stuff go to this guy right here because i'll tell you right now when i was looking to get my pictures done and all that stuff i talked to him so anyways (laughs) yeah shameless plug let's do it um let's let's talk a little bit a little bit about that when you when you're going into an audition what and I'm and I think this is more important than actually knowing what to do, what not to do. Cool. So um tricky. What what not to do? Um uh, first of all, if you get audition material, just make sure that you prepare. Just go ahead and prepare the heck out of it. Um and once you think you're fully prepared, go ahead and just prepare a little bit more. So that uh so that you're always just more prepared than the person that goes in before you and the person that goes in after you. <laughs> right? Um so, so what not to do? What not to do, uh uh, neglecting your preparation, please don't do that. Um, the other thing is, um, don't beat yourself up because uh, depending on what it is, only one person is going to get it. And and if you don't get it, um, don't beat yourself up because it probably has nothing to do with you. Um, there's probably nothing, there's probably not, you know, oh, I should have worn the blue shirt instead of then I would have gotten the gig. Mm, no, if you didn't get the gig, you probably weren't going to get the gig, right? Right. So, don't 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 beat yourself up. Um, and all, the last thing I would say is don't put all of your eggs into one basket. 
right? So people look at my career and they say, oh my goodness, you've, you've been on Broadway for 17 years. You've done 11, 12, 13 Broadway shows. That's amazing. And I say, yeah, that's true. Um, but I change my thinking and say, I've only done 11 Broadway shows out of the 300 Broadway shows that I probably auditioned for. So, um, so if you don't get it or whatever, like don't beat yourself up, don't put all your eggs into one basket and don't neglect the preparation part of it. So, um, so yeah, so that's, that's what I would say about uh, what not to do when preparing for an audition. I, I think, I know, I don't know. I think it's, it's one of those things. I remember as I'm going to, I'm going to date myself here, but I remember in 1980, I went to an audition and the kid dressed the worst, got the part. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Exactly how I looked. And my mom looked at me <laughs> And this is, and I don't know if people under, know this, but if you do well, I don't know if it's still the, the way the game is played now, but you go in for an audition, you go home, you, sometimes you get a call back and then sometimes you get another call back. And I think this was like the third call back and it was like five or six of us. And, you know, they do the little line, you go in, you go out, then they make you go in again, you come back out and you go home. And I think we got before we got to Grand Central Station, we found out that I didn't get it. And then we found out who got it. And I'm like, what the freaking, what can I do? Mind you, I was only eight years old. So with that, you know, understanding that, but I, let's talk about rejection leading up to that. I think acting actually makes, can make you a fighter. And what I mean by that is that you will be rejected massively in showbiz period, end of story. And I think people especially now with social media and all these things and TikTok and Instagram and Facebook, the immediate thing for a lot of young people now is they think that like college is an afterthought at this point because of these things, because they see all these young guys doing this stuff and it leads to a career that otherwise wouldn't even been there. So I find that interesting. So fail up <laughs> and prepare because you <laughs> You, I mean, there was days that I, I thought, like you said, you just want to quit because you'll have a good streak. And then you might have a streak where, and like you say, though, a lot of it is preparation, though. Yeah. And, you know, bless my mother's heart. That was what she did for me. You know, being a kid, you know, kids want to run around and act crazy. So I, I to sit down and actually read something, give me a break. So that is 100% correct. But what I've understood over the years is that when I used to get upset, even like jobs and things like that, just in general, Showbiz sets you up to to be very strong at, and become better at what you do. What do you think about that, Arbender? You know, it it does. It does. Um, we we first have to remember that that rejection is just part of it. Um, and it's not like it's not like if I go to um, if I want to be a doctor, I get good grades, I go to this medical school, I do this great residency, then boom, uh, I'm guaranteed to have this great career, right? There are people that will have a great career with no training. There'll There are people that will have a great career with tons of training. I just consider the training part of the preparation, right? Um, and then there's this, there is this element of luck that, that kind of goes along with it as well. But, um, but like you said, fail up. It's what happens. Uh, try not to compare yourself to those people that are around you because every, everyone has their own 
everyone has their own journey, right? And their own process. And for some people, uh, it's going to hit for them on this day. And some people, it's going to hit for them on this day. And for some people, uh, based on your perception, it may never hit for them. But for them, it's hit for them in some other kind of way. So you just never know what someone's journey is going to be. You never know what their goals are in that process. Um, but you do have to put yourself out there. You do have to make sure that you're prepared. And going to school for some people is that preparation. Taking class for some people is that preparation. Just putting themselves out there and being bold and 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 harsh with it all is someone else's preparation. So so you just you uh, in this world, everyone has their own journey. Um, what I ask people to remember is why are you choosing to go on this journey and what can you do to service that why along the way? Like that's the path that you need to take. And, and if something in your why says I'm going on this journey, but I don't feel the need to spend this money and go to school and do it this way. I want to try it this way. If you're prepared to take those challenges that, that come along with that. Great. If you want to take the other route and go to school and, and take the challenges that way, just be prepared to deal with that outcome. Great. You're, you're, you're good to go. So, um, so that's, that's kind of how I would look at that, that, but there's going to be tons of failure along the way, like tons, tons, tons. That's just what it is. And like literally for each gig, we're hiring a singular person out of the thousands of people that audition for each role. Like there will be one. So uh, unlike the the Hunger Games, no, the gods are not forever in your family. <laughs> right? But um, but if you if you if you follow your why as to why you're going on this journey, what you're trying to do with this journey, you'll be good. You'll be in a good place, and you'll be able to whether you get the gig or you don't get the gig, you'll be able to feed your soul all that positivity, all that positive energy that it needs because you're celebrating why you chose to go on this journey. So um, so that's how I look at it. Um, the failure is just... Once again, we'd like to send a big old shout out to everybody who's been downloading and listening to the Your Boy Jello podcast, Music, Motivation, and Life. You've just listened to part two of The State of Broadway with 17-year Broadway veteran R. Bender Robinson, actor and vocal coach. Keep an eye and ear out for part three of the State of Broadway. Thank you once again. This is the Your Boy Jello podcast, and we will see you soon.